In this episode of Ramaya Does Research, I want to know, could we build a more efficient clinical trial if the site pre-qualification included clinical and research workflow mapping? It takes 17 years to move from concept to cure. This extended timeline is the result of gaps between the stages in the life cycle of innovation development, theories produced from academic research, and best practices developed in real-world practice. Translating knowledge accumulated at each of these chasms is necessary to increase the efficiency and efficacy of health interventions and clinical practices. Research for Researchers helps to move health forward by sharing evidence of best practices in research management and insightful guidance for entrepreneurial researchers. This episode's research is from Cofield, Bassi, Ray, Pietrobon, and Brentani from their study published in 2013. The title is Detecting Dissonance in Clinical and Research Workflow for Translational Psychiatric Registries. This article reports a multi-method project on patient screening and enrollment efficiency for a registry-based study on autism disorder. Through observation and interviews, the researchers mapped the clinical and research workflows of the healthcare staff. They employed methodologies from lean and operations research, eventually identifying activities of research waste, such as time wasted between tasks or over-processing data. In a second phase, working with the site staff, they modified the workflows to reduce or eliminate areas of dissonance or activities not in sync with each other. A few key quotes caught my attention. From the article, there are important differences between clinical and research workflows. Trial sites that have significant discrepancies between clinical and research workflows may present inaccuracies regarding data collection. The information collected for research purposes could be beneficial for healthcare purposes, but since physicians did not have access to the outcomes of other research evaluations performed by the multidisciplinary team, they were not motivated to participate in the research workflow. End quote. Does this trigger any thoughts for your study and data monitoring? There are several flaws in the alignment of the study purpose, statement, and design and conclusion, but the results support the analysis. A word of caution, though. As a single case, the workflow modifications are not generalizable. However, there are some strengths to the study, so it's worth reviewing for the perspective it brings on the complexity of executing research in a clinical setting. The author's experiences highlight the need to understand organizational fit when implementing a research protocol at a clinical site, especially when it's not possible to modify the clinical workflow. In reflection, I wonder if clinical trial efficiency could be increased if site selection included clinical and research workflow mapping. This is slightly different than protocol simulation because the intent is to identify areas with risk to protocol fidelity and then to resolve them by changing site staff behavior. Noting the differences between the clinical and research workflows, do these differences contribute to physician-researcher tensions related to their duties as healthcare providers and their duties to recruit patients? These tensions have been reported elsewhere in the literature. The authors also remark on both physician and patient reluctance to participate in the trial because the results from the evaluations during this study were not available for their use. 
Would you consider returning test results to clinicians and patients during the trial if it improved the likelihood of their participation in your study? This podcast complements the Goodreads library on the Research for Researchers site. So take five minutes to listen to the podcast and preview the literature. Then dive deeper into the notes shared on Instagram and the Goodreads library. With just five minutes, there's no need to block out time in your calendar for professional development. But I do recommend you sign up for the Goodreads feed to receive a calendar reminder to scope the next episode. For now, navigate to the Research for Research Research website to read more. And don't forget to share your thoughts on social media using the Research for Researchers hashtag. Stay tuned because there's more research coming your way.